that pleases, you leaned in tight. That pleases most awesome. That pleases them. You're like Age of Aquarius. Yeah. Well, when you find the spot, you just keep hitting it. You don't get off of it. Let's start it, bro. Let's clap it off. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand and a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 263 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. And with me, as always, Sagittarius, most awesome. I don't, what's your sign, bro? I don't know. I just took, uh, I I had a one, I, I don't want to say like a one in 12 chance. Are there 12? 12? Yeah, there's 12. Yeah, there's 12. 12. They don't necessarily correlate with a month, but there are there are 12. Yes, I'm coming at you as a Gemini and you, you are a cancer. I'm a Leo, bro. Rourke. Rourke. Lion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Leo as hell. Leo as hell, dog. So Gemini, that's uh, we're we're coming up on that season. Isn't that June-ish? May and June? Yeah, end of May. End of May. Beginning of June, both Doctor Mrs. Uh, the Commission and I, both Gemini's, mm-hmm. they typically say if you subscribe to that horse shit, right? That <laughs> that two Gemini's don't mix because we're got two two personality types, like we're two people in one. Right. Which I think in my younger days you could have probably probably could have said that was more accurate than not. I think I mellowed in my in my older age. Yeah, you chill. I see some. I, I see chill. some different angles. Hell. I'm chill as hell, Jim. I'm chill as hell. Yeah, there's there's some there's there's two faces of MA. I can get behind that. Okay. <laughs> What's what are Leo traits, brother? Um, Leo traits are you know just like I think it's like blinding self confidence. There's like some loyalty stuff. There's just sure. um, I you like know, him. yeah, I think I'm trying to balance it out with I'm just like trying to uh, sick beards um nice. just like but um and i think there's a little bit of you know like um a stubbornness uh okay you know which i think is like a, that can even be dat, a little dat. humble a little humble brag sure that that yeah it goes around but i yeah i think there's maybe a lack of uh listening to others maybe um yeah it can be, can be a little a little arrogant and not and not the fun way i don't know these are these are all sounding amazing i don't know leo's only got positive I guess. Only like got positive. Yeah, short. exactly. They love, <laughs> they love, like, they love themselves. Some, the only negative about Leo is it only is one out of 12. So unfortunately <laughs> only one out of 12 people can participate is the Would, whatever you did with the blind there went yeah. the other way, went the wrong direction. You're now oh, no good? more washed out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no okay. All right. I saw you yeah, on to... the slides. Like, are right, you going, we're, we're, we're trying a new tactic. We're bringing yeah, more sun in. What are we going in? Yeah. Well, I wanted to, there you go right there. Yeah, the, uh, the light looks good. There you go. Know. Now you look great. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Ooh. ooh. E. Holy okay. hell. I won't touch it. Dude, won't who, touch who just it. let a Leo in the room right now? Oh, Rawr, guys. Well, okay. don't know what your guys' sign is, but we know that you're here to listen. Segway-ish. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway. Oh, Leo, Leo also known to freeze when Segway halfway through segues that aren't going exactly. as planned but guys we do have a jam-packed episode 263 for your eardrums we're doing rip from the headlines doing nba playoffs round two gonna hit that inbox mab wars episode two guys i finally watched it i watched episode we're gonna watch i watched episode four and five 
talk a little bit about that. And maybe maybe do a date night with six. I don't know what you think about that, but I haven't watched six. Oh, I like it. I'll tell you what what I've gathered. On Neapolitan Showdown, we're doing best movie and hacks. Going to do a little peek into Mad League Season 3, guys. We drafted. The teams are set. Even had the kickoff games of the regular season. Talk a little bit about what we're seeing, where you can check that out. Plan for that. And then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. NBA playoffs round two. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Well, we're kind of we're kind of in it here. We're kind of teetering on. We might see oh, the Heat are playing right now against the Knicks. I don't think they're. Well, there's yeah. still six minutes left, five minutes left. Might see their first uh, team into the conference finals. But we're kind of we're rounding here. We're all about game five for every team. So we're trying to see who's going to be in the conference finals. Who we like in. You know, some interesting series, some surprises along the way. Yeah, I would say right now the strongest series probably. So the strongest series that we saw to date was um, everybody loved that Kings Warrior series as they yes. should have. That's about that was all cooking in the first round. You know, even the Heat beat up the Bucks like those weren't really even close. Uh, I don't know, man. There's something about does it happen every playoff game? And I, I know we talked about this a little bit, like every playoff series where – Teams will just take off. I just feel like there's a lot of like double digit, like not a lot of close games. You know, I mean that yes. like that game four between Boston and Philadelphia, which we'll get to, was super close. But you would, you would think that the margin would get a little tighter the closer we get to the conference finals. But it just seems like a team will just get in that mode where it's just like, okay, this is your game, and it's just kind of like powered down around the third quarter. It does. It we do feel that way. There's been a couple like hefty double digit laws like almost like 20 closer to like 20 points you're like this is like it's hard to get a read on these series when it's like oh you just dumped me on my head for you know 19 points uh, a win by 19 points and and we kind of like throttled down a couple buckets don't go our way in the third period and it's like all right you know what like you said it's definitely like all right well we got it we're going home to our home stadium game six we'll just tie it up then and and then we'll really play for it it is it does feel that way. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure players would disagree with that, but man, uh, there's a lot of like the second halves. If, if there's a sizable lead, coaches are like, Nope, let's save it for next game. It's, it's a weird, like it's, it's a load management within the game, which is very weird to me. Yeah. We'll definitely talk about that. Uh, especially when we get to LeBron James a little bit later, but yeah, I don't know if there's a solve or it doesn't need to be a solve. I mean, I think maybe it's just, becoming maybe with load management actually in the regular season, there become more attention on this on load management. And it almost seems like that's the nature of the beast and the league. So you have to hide it less so you can get, you feel like you won't get scrutinized by, you know, having your team take a quarter and a half off in the game. They think they're going to lose. Right. Yeah. I mean, it only makes, it only is a, and that's the thing too. That's a disappointing thing is we we've seen teams come back and rally back and those games Absolutely, are the most yeah. enjoyable, you know, and we've, we've seen some teams get hot and uh, you know, it's one of those things where it does feel like, well, why are we throwing in the white flag so early in these games? You know what I mean? I'm like looking at, oh, 
what was it? Was it Denver? I feel like Denver. There was a couple games. Yeah, the first yeah, Denver, game Denver, won. Yeah, they yeah they fought back a little bit, but I think in that like that Golden State Lakers like game three was it? I think was just or maybe it was like uh no game four because it went three to one. We'll we'll jump we'll jump in all those. Uh, yeah. but looking right, we'll take a look at the Heat Knicks, which are finishing up right now. Um. Heat three game to one lead. It looks like I don't know four minutes left with the Knicks up by six during this. We'll all know what goes on before this. Uh, the first quarter they were behind twenty four fourteen, held the Knicks to fourteen points. It looked like man, I need to see a little bit of hearts out of this Knicks team. Uh, do the Knicks have what it takes to fight back from this, or are you still surprised by the Heat and can see them in the conference championship? Uh, I mean, three games to one. Uh, the 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 odds shifted dramatically to the to the heat didn't feel like the the knicks really had like a real good answer for jimmy butler even with the ankle sprain um you know it's just like the heat just kind of find ways to patchwork wins and i don't really understand it julius randall kind of i think we've seen the apex of his play as the nick kind of best player it's like how, how far are we going with julius randall as our as our lead all-star guy, you know, uh, really good regular season guy, having trouble defending uh, Butler at times. You know, Brunson, he's playing well this game. As I think he's going to almost finish 40 on this game. It's like, I don't know if this is like something just a little bit off on this team. I'm glad to see that they're fighting back. But even as we talk right now, it's still a five-point game with four minutes left in the game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It goes quickly. The three-point shot can really go quickly. And I just don't think, like, they have the alpha dogs to, like, carry it. Like, in the in those crunch time moments, I'm not betting. Julius Randle's probably, like, of the 30 All-Stars, like, he's probably 29. Then I'm like, all right, you're the guy. Take the shot, right? Yeah. I just don't know. I don't really trust Julius Randle that much. So do the Knicks have enough? I mean, if you're a Knicks fan, are you feeling good about this team? Like, let's run it back next year? Or have we kind of hit the ceiling of what this team can do? I know they're a little bit younger. Yeah, that, that's the only, that's your saving grace. You're young. You, 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 I think you rolled out a hundred million to Jalen Brunson over four years. RJ Barrett, I think is in that Zion class. So they're looking at some extension with him. Spending some money. Quentin Grimes is a nice second rounder. Obi Toppin, you missed on. Um, and then you've got Mitchell Robinson, which has been a very good offensive rebounder. I think probably one of the better offensive rebounders and a good pair to Julius Randle. I think you gotta, Julius Randle is the the big question mark. Like, is he going to take a leap? I really don't, I don't think so. I've seen a lot of Julius Randle. I just don't, I don't, I'm not buying it. So I think you gotta like, can we, can we bring anybody to surround with the Jalen Brunson? Can we package a couple of these guys at RJ Barrett and trade some young talent and see if we can get another guy in here that's going to be like a good pairing with, you know, say a, a, a Brunson or an RJ Barrett? I just don't so know. RJ I just Barrett, don't buy with it. Is RJ Barrett still training in the right direction? RJ Barrett is or like. Do we know what we have. Yeah, I think we know what we have. RJ Barrett's going to be like quality perimeter defender he's going to be in that like wiggins mold right maybe not quite the athlete but he's like he's third banana on on decent teams he's a good perimeter defender can shoot and when the call you know when when called upon like he can get you 20 right he can have an off game, night yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And an off night, you know, middle of February, he can go and get you 25 points and, you know, maybe be one of the better guys on the court. But he's got to be like your third banana. He certainly is not, you know, the second overall pick or the third overall pick like he was, like, built to be. Like, he's not that guy. Third overall. You know what I mean? He just is forever kind of in that, like, 20-point-per-game realm. You know, Man, I mean, few rebounds, few, few, few assists, that's it, you know. What a funk with just kind of like this this Cleveland New York series, like just not grabbing my attention, you know, like this Miami New York. And maybe it's just like maybe it's like that, you know, like it's, you know, we see that in the NFL or whatever, just kind of like that, that commander's team or whatever. That's not supposed to go far. You just kind of like naturally you lose a little interest because you just, you know, you want to see Giannis out there going against like right. Embiid. Like you just kind of ultimately want to see that, especially when, when you're playing for all the chips. Okay. Let's jump over to, um, Oh, these are not in order. Cause I love this 76ers and Boston, the Celtics in trouble, bro. I think so. Like this is the, this is the team. I think we talk most about this. Like the Celtics just feel like checked out at times. Like, Oh, so you know, weird. Cause I definitely like, if there's any series, I would say that all of these where I was just like, this one team is better than the other with talent. I would absolutely say that the Celtics are better than the 76ers. And I yes. will still feel that when the 76ers come out of this series with a win, we've watched that into that. I didn't really swung with that game four. So game four, you know, Harden hits that they come down the court, Harden hits that gigantic three uh, to tie it. The uh, Celtics come back smart ends up taking shot, a uh, three point shot at the buzzard misses that. Then it goes to OT. And now we kind of flip the script with the Celtics down by three. And then, you know, Tatum drives, uh, kicks it back to smart again, just way too late. Like got the play started too late. I, you know, down by three, I've, I've listened to pundits and they make a great point. Like when you're down on those late drives, like you got to leave some seconds on the clock. Like you, I yep. get that you're playing it tight and you don't want to give them a possession to, you know, call the timeout and advance the ball. I get all that, but like you have to leave yourself some sort of out. Should you miss the ball so you can foul and maybe get one more bite at the apple. Yep. So is this yeah, just I, like, is this horrible? Is this just like horrible game management? Is it a team not flowing together? You know, is it the coaching change? Is it, we're seeing like the apex of Tatum, like what's going on with the Celtics team? Yeah. I mean, I, part of me really like hopes that this is just like Tatum, you know, learning how to play in crunch time. You know what I mean? He doesn't have like the killer instinct in him to just be like, all right, clear out. I'm taking this. I'm not yeah. going to pass to fucking Marcus smart. I want to see the book, like the Booker Tatum thing. I don't know why these guys, these guys are comparable. I mean, they seem around this, but yeah. now like, and I think going into the playoffs to be a coin flip on who you take. And it's just like, I want that Booker fire. Right. Yeah. I want somebody to just take over, get out of the way. I'm going to get this bucket and get the bucket or, or just be comfortable with missing it being like, all right, I fucking missed it, but I'm going to go yeah. at it again. I don't think we've really kind of seen that with, with Tatum and, you know, Jalen Brown has been awesome at times and then disappears. This team is the Celtics team is really I'm conflicted by this because every time I look at them on paper, I'm like, this team is like, this team is the best, one of the best teams in the NBA. And then we see dog shit performances like this, or just kind of like, even in that Atlanta series, you're like, why are we, why are you letting them back in? No one thinks they should be here. Yeah. You just don't know how to like close out a team and just fucking just put the nail in the fucking coffin for them. Yeah, like even that Atlanta team that they got up by 30, 
uh, Atlanta still battled back in within eight in the fourth quarter. Right. Like it was just like there wasn't that thing. And there is something about like I watched Tatum I was playing like whatever this uh, this fan duel thing. I don't remember the name of the app. I know I invited you on it. I got over it because it was like impossible to fucking hit. But you're basically picking like players like over under points or whatever you want to do, parlay and all that together. And then like there's so many possessions where Tatum just comes down and he just hangs out behind the three point line on the wing or in the corner. And it's just like, I don't get it. I don't get why. Like I need to see some, some driving, some slashing, like force the defense to do something as opposed to, and I think the Celtics big call out when they fall a little flat during the regular season is they just kind of play your turn, my turn ball where, you know, it goes to like Jalen Brown's turn and it's Jason Tatum's turn, or maybe it's Jalen Brown's game and it's Jason Tatum's game. And they just haven't really found a way to connect that together. And it almost seems like they're too polite. Like, one is deferring to the other where it's just like, well, it honestly would be Brown deferring to Tatum. It's just like, you're the leader of the team. Like I'll respect that. I'll follow your lead, but Tatum's not taking the proverbial ball and running with it. That's a really great point. I think that that's a really good def, like a really good way to explain the Celtics. It does feel like, all right, you've had a couple of shots now. Now it's my turn for a few shots. And it almost, it feels a little bit in that like all-star game role where it's like, Oh, we're all really good. But, like, no one – I don't know. Maybe, maybe that falls on coaching because it's like, all right, this is the team. This is what we're doing. These are the plays that we're running. You guys, like, I'm not giving you fucking clearance to just freelance and figure it out. Like, I want to – yeah, I want to I want to call. Look, like, we got a hot hand. Let's keep riding this player. And then when I feel like the time is – like, we missed a couple shots or I feel like, all right, let's get Brown involved in this or let's get – you know, uh, uh, smart involved or Derek white, some of these other guys, I'll mix you guys in, but like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's just no clear defined role because honestly, Jalen Brown and Tatum, have we seen superstar duos that play very similar? Like, I know it's position is basketball, but, but fill the same need on the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, Michael Jordan. Yeah, it's almost like play styles are similar too. Like it's just right. kind of like, and that's like, and it's not like we're not talking Ben Simmons level like reluctant hero or anything. Like we're not doing that. For sure. like they're definitely right. they're they're willing to, you know, be the guy and take it over. But I maybe it's just kind of like a lack of urgency, and you want to be like, hey guys, like spoiler alert, like this is game, you know, this is game five, and if you go down like three games to two, then that's going to be a big problem. Yeah, it already is a big problem. Because it's like if they if they somehow advance past the 76ers, which I don't feel like that they will, but if they do, they're I mean, assuming they play Miami and, and beat them, which I don't feel like oh, that's a hundred percent. You know what yeah. I mean? Like because I just feel like Jimmy Butler could just big time both Brown and Tatum, like in a conference finals. But let's yep. say they do advance, like they're not even anywhere close to being the favorite in that whoever comes out of the West, right? Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, especially like just with how how hot the this the Heat team's looking. And I don't know, but I mean, you know, if you give if you give me one more game with I don't know, if Harden's kind of playing like this, because it doesn't feel like, you know, Harden doesn't have that Anthony Davis thing where it feels like every other game like he's going to be hot he's going to be not hot it just seems like he's tapping into some vintage hearted which makes that scary enough that he kind of has that in his disposal and can fire that back up and i mean if Embiid has a what was it a game that game five 
that he had. I mean, that's just like, that's MVP and yeah. Like finally now everyone's chilling out about like, did he actually deserve the MVP? Cause I mean, like just his turnaround jumpers and what he was doing with the ball. It's just like, I mean, how, if, if he's hitting those, you know, those free throw pull-ups off of just kind of like this one bounce passes from Harden, he's going to be hard to stop. Yeah, exactly. The, the two man game between the two, that's the thing is, it's like, yeah. Now this is a legitimate pick and roll nightmare. The Celtics, very few teams in the league have enough to stop them uh, when when they're cooking. You know what I mean? And and yeah, I mean he had four blocks in that game five, thirty three points. You know what I mean? It's like, and then you got just enough good role. But that's the thing is like on that seventy sixers team, Tobias Harris knows a role. PJ Tucker certainly knows his fucking yeah. role. Tyrese Maxey, they know what their their roles are and what they're what they're gonna do. And Tyre, Tyrese Maxey has been like great energy, like transition. He's gonna get up some buckets. He's gonna sneak some shots in on you. You know what I mean? He's gonna be like, all right, this guy's a bit of a fucking pest, and he fucking knocked down a bunch of threes in that game five. You know, Tyrese Maxey has been like the anti Jordan pool <laughs> for the 76ers comparing to the the Warriors. I don't know if you were gonna talk about the warriors at all and jordan pool oh yeah we'll get there buddy we'll get there but you know what like i saw like an ai thing for jordan pool and we're old guys so it took me a while to like know it was ai and i was just like i can't believe he said that in a fucking interview he didn't say these things but it was like it was insane it was just like uh yeah he's like i'm afraid if i talk shit like you know draymond will punch me again but i just gotta say it's probably his fault <laughs> and i was just like oh my god i should watch this press conference uh, did not happen. Okay, so we'll watch 76ers Boston uh, finish up. Uh, let's talk a little Denver Suns. So I think we'd have to say this is um, quietly, just because, you know, I think you looked at this series, you saw Denver shoot out to a 2 nothing lead, and you're just like, okay, well, that's, that's a wrap on the Suns, especially when, you know, Chris Paul goes out. And then the pace that Chris Paul plays – seem to have slowed the suns down a little bit and not maybe not let them actually lead into the team that they actually are, which just seems to be this up tempo with two, just two of the greatest scores in the league right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, point book, right. Booker is kind of playing a little, a little multifaceted. He's got about eight assists in this series averaging or so. Looks good. Looks good. Looks real good, man. Yeah, yeah, and he's been real fun to watch. 35 points, basically, in this series. Kind of firing back that game. What was it, game three, where they really needed it? He was fucking great in that game. But then you've got, you know, Kevin Durant's just, like, the ultimate, like, he's, like, the ultimate, like, basketball Swiss Army knife. Like, you could really kind of do, like, all right, what do you want to do? You want to be mid-range? You want to be elbow? You know, go down in the post, shoot corner threes. Like, he can kind of just do whatever you need him to do. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's so funny too, because we were really like those first two games were like, all right, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's sons and four. They're going to have a bunch of time or not sons, excuse me, sons and four. I was thinking that meme from two years ago. Uh, I was thinking like nuggets and four, it'll be over and done with, but yeah, man, fucking they, they took games three and four Denver's back. They took their home game. Be very interesting. They play tonight, right? They play tonight. Uh, no, or no, they play uh, tomorrow night. Lakers Warriors tonight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's like it'll be very interesting to see the two of them go at it again. It's it's been a fun series. I always hate these fucking West Coast games because it's like it's insane. 
it's I, I i hate going to bed at like two in the morning to like watch a fucking I, first off i can't make it that far anymore to watch these games in the second half never yeah no it'd be yeah. better to like i'll go to bed at 7 p.m i'll set an alarm and i'll get up and watch the second half of the game that's more likely that's more likely you're right i think i guess so they're yeah they're each taking the home games you know what it is man the sun's scary if you gave them one more year i just think it's a little haven't played together long enough but like durant booker and i mean of course look look at him from a year from now but just like this squad right now i think they'd be a lot scarier i just think you know it's it's not it's not too little too late it's just you know they were cramming for a test and didn't quite get there in time but i really think they should explore it'll be interesting what do you know chris paul's contract situation off the top of your head does it look like he'll be back for another year Ooh, uh, I think he did sign an extension. I was, as you were literally like asking that question, I was like, let me go check and see. Cause next year, that's the big question. Like, what do we do with a very, like, it's almost like we should like hermetically seal Chris Paul, like get some reps in there, get some rotation. Then around all-star break, let me just put him in a vacuum seal package. Yeah. Do not touch Chris Paul. Right. Even be. I even say give me the, the first freezer. round too. Then mm-hmm. round two, let's peel that thing thaw, up and let all your Chris fucking... Paul. Yep, throw your Chris Paul in the sink. Let him thaw while you're at work. Let him run a little, but not too hot because we don't want to overheat. <laughs> no. yeah, we don't yeah, actually cook little, Chris Paul. Run a little. We just want to water warm him up. Ball. Yeah, exactly. You really you think like... you, you think the sun should bring back Chris Paul? I think there's an interesting thing about like I'm saying I don't I don't know if this uh, if Chris Paul. An old Chris Paul, maybe I obviously vintage Chris Paul, but I don't know if an old Chris Paul is the fit for this Suns team. I don't, I don't think so. I think he is. I mean, he's. I mean, he is. I think he is due. Yeah, I mean, I think he's due thirty four, thirty million dollars next year. We're 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 in twenty two, twenty three. Next yeah. year will be twenty three, twenty four. So he's got thirty million on the books. Fifteen of that's guaranteed. Then he's on next year. Then in twenty four, twenty five, he's on the books for another thirty million dollars. So this might be one of those things. It's like this is this is the thing. Do we buy him out? You know, do we release him and let him go somewhere else? just to get rid of $50 million of, you know, bad money that we're going to have to carry. I don't know if there's a trade deadline partner next year. Like I definitely think he's on the roster spring, you know, like opening day for the Suns. Mm -hmm. But like, are we looking for like a salary cap dump, right? We're going to trade him to like a, you know, like a, uh, uh, like a, a Raptors team that's rebuilding. It's like, all right, let me let me get some young players, and you you take this money off the books, and you free up some cap space, and you know I'll take a hit, couple hits here with some bad contracts too. But I get a young player like a OG Ananobi or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Like a defensive yeah. player. You know, I'm I, I'm. It'll be interesting because I I like Durant. I like what we're kind of seeing with Durant. And here's the thing: our our window with Durant isn't like forever it's closing. either. Yeah, it's closing for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, so we're we definitely we're, we're on the down down slope. I think we're canceling out a little bit because I still think Booker's not quite at his apex. 
So there's a little bit like if once we meet that sweet spot, I feel like we're kind of there. I wish it, but I think maybe one more year, like next year might really be it. So it's just like, if you're the Suns, uh, do you want to run it back with Chris Paul? Or do you really feel like this is my window? Like we got to do it now. We got to get everything in because it is really 23, 24 or bust. I don't know. Yeah. It's you're, you're, I think you're hundred percent right. I just don't know. Like, where are you going to move him? Yeah. Everyone knows what he is. He's got 30 million bucks on there. So, I mean, he's so the, the contract is tradable. So, do, am I just trying to ship him to a franchise that's like, hey, we need to sell tickets? Like the Pacers, right? Like, hey, we just got to sell tickets. Chris Paul's going to sell tickets. Like, he's a competent basketball player. But, like, what's the, what's the piece then that the Suns are going to get back that's going to, like, just put him over the edge? You know, they've got Aiden, right? Aiden's got a big deal, too. So do we need like a guard? Do we need a wing? Do we do we feel like I can run the offense through through Booker and this like hybrid combo guard, kind of like Jamal Murray with the Nuggets? Like what what do we? Murray. Yeah, he's great. Um, what what what's the what's the piece? What's the piece? Because that's the thing. I'd be more I'd be more interested to be like, what's the piece that that we know will work with that? Because we know what we got with Chris Paul. So then it's just a matter of like. I'm, yeah. It's like I'm solving for X. Chris Paul's X. I need to solve for the, you know, I already know, or excuse me, he he's the defined variable. I need to know and what what it is that I need that's going to make us over the hump, and then I can figure out the math behind it after the fact. Yeah, if you're moving on from Chris Paul, you need a definite clarity on what the what the plan is, and it needs to get you closer yeah. than it would without uh, with Chris Paul. Did you like my okay. algebra analogy right there that I totally butchered? You see how I good did. I was at math. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Started out like solving for X and there were two X's and now we're solving exactly. for exactly. most awesome. Like, Carry we're the all one. just trying to solve problems. I, problems I thought solved. you said you knew what you were math okay. was better. You were. Um, all right, give, give me this. Who do you take in a fight? The three Jokic brothers or I'll give you eight Matt Ishbias. <laughs> Who do you like? Who do you like in this fight, bro? Who do you take? Oh, I mean... Knowing Matt Ishbia, uh, <laughs> as, as, gotta get into, yeah, exactly from from childhood. It's a, it is a weird. It makes you really examine life choices. Yeah, when uh, a high school teammate in basketball goes on to become a billionaire and buys the Suns, and then everyone's. I wake up in the morning because again, I can't stay up that late to watch those games. And then it's like, uh, oh yeah, he was involved in a kerfuffle with Nikola Jokic. It's like really, they, Matt Ishbia is. Five nine at best, and Jokic is a full seven foot. I, I mean, yeah. the three Jokic brothers run through eight Ishpias. <laughs> just, Sorry, man. Ish, Ishpias on Ishpias shoulders. Yeah, no, we just yeah, I set him up. You just call it like you see it. We set, we set yeah. the odds. Uh, but I did okay, like. Lakers... I did. Okay, let me just say this real quick. I did like Ishpia, who was like, no one should be suspended. Yeah, it was silly. Yeah. And then I do like Ish or Jokic handing Ishbia the ball after that. I like that. I like that. That's fun. Yeah, it was all it's, it's what we want to see. Yeah, the no, no yep. one needs to get suspended. Everyone like chilled out about that. And then yeah, so if you guys didn't see it, uh pre-game on the game five, uh Jokic watches, walks past Ishbia, tosses in the ball, kind of smiles, they have a quick bro hug, he walks in the thing. Just great. And that's what you got. You, got. you like to see the fire. You like to see it calm down. Yeah. Unlike Kevin Durant, who's always running in the red. Ooh, always chippy, bro. Uh, all right. Lakers, Golden State. 
This is the fourth matchup going on to find the spot. Lakers 3-1 lead. So tipping off right now. Uh, you guys are already know already know what happened to this by the time you listen to it, but uh, game fives throwing down. Did the Lakers find out Golden State and hack who they are, or have we overvalued who Golden State is just because we overvalued the Kings? I don't say that about the Kings. I don't want to, buddy. That's the question. Know, you have another option. You don't have to choose one of those options. Oh, exactly. Um, I think. Oh. While you're well, chewing, I mean, there, there is, there is a, I, and I want to stop there. There is an load management end game thing that LeBron James is doing now. That looks like, like when you asked your dad to come play kickball at like fourth grade recess and he would play, but he was a smoker and he'd play third base and it'd be like, all right, like he's kind of not really running anywhere, but when he needs to be a part of a play, like he is still kind of the best athlete out in the field and he is like the most feared, but you just look over at him and you're just like, he's not really fucking doing anything right now. Right. That's what Every- we're dealing with LeBron James. Every five or six possessions, he's going to hum that little red ball in there. <laughs> And just smoke yeah. one of the kids just with a punk. He is. You know? Just like, yeah. man, I guess he is yeah. dialed in. That's really funny. Um, yeah, I think I think it's weirdly the Lakers have weird depth that I don't think, and then they have legitimate superstars who are unafraid of the Warriors, right? I think the Kings might have been like, We we dialed up the Warriors, defending champions, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Like Draymond Green just motherfucked every king out on the court. Like he just was like, yeah. "This is my my house. I don't give a fuck." And LeBron is like the grand equalizer in that. Like no one's af- like everyone is afraid of LeBron. Everyone knows who it is. He is not afraid of that. He's taking those guys with fucking you know four on one or five Absolutely, on yeah. one, right? You know, so that helps a lot. So like guys like Austin Reeves. Lonnie Walker, who was a good athlete, common player, had a good, you know, fourth game in this or fourth uh, quarter in the fourth game there. Like these ancillary role players, like these guys are like, oh shit, like LeBron's on. I'm, I'm with LeBron. Like it's like walking no, yeah. in a fight with the biggest, scariest guy. Like, all right, well, he's going to fucking mop up two of you. It is. It's like when you walk into like the club that's closing, like you walk in there like 215. And you're with like the guy, you're just like, this place is closed. Like we should just grow. There's like a group of six of you, but like one guy's like, it's cool, man. Like the owner's my uncle. And then you just kind of like walk in and just this comfortable. It's just like, oh shit. Like we belong here. Like we can just hang. Like there's nothing to worry about. Like, yeah, they're definitely playing with just this, uh, this command. Like they belong there. And you're absolutely right. I think one of the greatest things the Warriors have going for them besides just like, I mean, there's the balance of intimidation, like we've been here, plus just how far they stretch the court, which has got to be a lot to handle. And uh, that, you know, that can get scary, especially when the ball's whipping around and they can just get up on you in a hurry, but it doesn't seem like it's affecting the Lakers. So good for the Lakers. But they, they just, it's health at the right time. And everybody's going to point to that. But I mean, right now, when you're really looking at this West, like Lakers, a legit contender because. The Lakers, it doesn't seem like the Lakers are winning off Lakers basketball. Like the Lakers are paying attention to the team they're facing. They're figuring out what it is about them and then they're getting it done. Right. Defensively, they've been really solid too. Like, and it all, like, even when we go back to the heat days when LeBron was there, like as much as we want to talk about like the dunks and all the scoring, like it really started with like a cohesive defensive, like 
they they can get stops when they need them, and that's what, what we're starting to see a little bit here. Anthony Davis sticking around being healthy, like that's a big bonus too. And that's the thing that I th- I find very interesting with this. Like, let's say it's Nuggets, like. Aaron Gordon's going to be defending LeBron a majority of the time. He's a great athlete. Like, that's a big... But, man, like, I don't know. Like, the two of them is is a very scary matchup for, for the Nuggets. I think it's a really bad matchup for the Suns. Like, I don't think they have... Like, you, you're going to you're gonna expel a lot of energy on Durant, like, trying to cover a LeBron. And Aiton's just, uh, you know, that'll be an interesting big man matchup. But I don't... I, I, I don't like the Suns against the the Lakers, and I'm like, yeah, I really Dave, don't want to see the Lakers gobble again. Aiden up. Yeah, 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 and I I just don't want to see the Lakers in the finals again. You know, it's it's because that it would be such a weird. It's almost like sending a message like your kids like like you've you've wrapped their hands a few times. You're like, this is not how you're supposed to do this, and then they manage. Uh, you know, they get the gold ribbon. They they win the spelling bee anyways, and you're like. Nah. You're not supposed to do this if you didn't do your homework the whole year. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I feel like the Lakers. That's a that's a great point. But I think I could go through. I think every team has a story like that. Like true. So it's it's like the Lakers are like that. Like Golden State Warriors. Like okay, so you don't have to win any fucking road games. Like you just take care of business at home. Like you can go to the Suns (laughs) and be like, all right, you just trade for Kevin Durant in the middle of the season. Like one of the top like twelve players of all time. Like you go over like, oh let me keep going. I'm on a roll, baby. Um, Yeah. Boston Celtics. You're stupid. Next, <laughs> Nuggets are actually, Nuggets would feel Nuggets actually feel like the team that could earn it. Okay, right now, um, yeah. I think this will be the third combo I pick, but pick your finals right now. I think the most fun I want to see is I think I said this last week too. I don't remember now. Oh, did I say 76ers? Uh, 76 Nuggets, Nuggets. Oh, I don't think you did. Did you? Maybe. Maybe I'm, I did. I can't remember. I like this man. I love because I thought about it today. I was like, "Oh, that's right." Everyone was bitching about the MVPs. Like that would be the league would love that. Let's get our two MVP centers head to head going against each that's other. Great. That's great. That's great. Yeah. I want that too. Now I just got. I got super interested in Lakers Nuggets. Lakers Nuggets in the conference finals is yeah. going to be a good game. Yeah, I think that. I think that'd be like a lot of fun just to see how just a savvy veteran like LeBron James, like how they just kind of try to shut down all the things that Jokic, Jokic does because he moves so fast. Oh, that name. Okay, let's jump to the inbox. Um, Vegas right. Fix. I recently had a vacation in Las Vegas with many of my very best friends. Vegas is always tons of fun, but after reviewing my credit card statement, huge mistake, huge mistake, bro. Just pay it <laughs> blindly. Just click on pay, pay in full, and don't look at it for like six weeks. Yep. Uh, it also it is also kind of a ripoff. I don't think the high prices can sustain a moderate gambler's interest. Unless you hit a jackpot, you're going to spend 1k minimum. Can Vegas be fixed to be more visitor tourist friendly location and draw less intense gambler <laughs> and draw less intense gamblers back? Or is the whole point of Vegas to spend lose money with zero regret? Uh yeah, is Vegas is is Vegas in its inexpensive like i'll find a way to max out the credit card no matter where the fuck i go so it's really hard for me to dial in what's expensive and what's not you travel many ways you have family vacations you have vacations you have weekend vacations you have you know we're just you know hanging out for three days you have work trips you have to take is vegas more expensive than everything else if you just remove the gambling oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I guess it so. Kind of I mean, is. it kind of is. The gambling, I think, really can amp it up because here's the thing what I would say. 
Vegas is like when you go to because I've been to Vegas with a eight month pregnant Doctor Mrs. the Commission, which is like a totally different Vegas experience. I <laughs> yeah. think really, really Vegas is like determined by the group that you go with. So if you roll with some heavy bros that like to get wet on the craps table at two in the morning, guess what? You're in it for you a too fucking, shall get uh, wet, sir. Yes, exactly. You too shall get wet if you want to have fun. That's just where you go. But if you're like, oh, we want to go to Vegas and we'll gamble a little bit. We're going to go see a show or this, that, or the other. Like, then that'll be your experience. And you'll still, you'll find a way to spend money on things that maybe you might like a little more than gambling, which I, I get because I hate losing money. I like winning money, but I hate losing money, right? I do. I'm out on gambling. Like, uh, I hate losing money. I tell you, like, I think we might have talked about this. Like, I think I'm done gambling. Unless it's poker or unless it's sports book, like I'll gamble on sports, oh, okay. but I don't, okay. I'm not throwing craps in. I just can no longer sit down to something where I know on a long enough timeline, I'm going to lose it all. And especially right. if I'm drinking, I'm going to chase, I'm going to double up. I'm going to double up that double up. I'm just going to hit that ATM until that ATM is just like, you lost this machine also, sir. <laughs> I'm like, right, right. This you're losing on tilt. everything, including this. So yeah, I just can't like I don't think uh you know for that last bachelor party we had, I don't I don't think I played blackjack, a hand of blackjack, any roulette, any craps. Like saw I saw everybody over there, but I was just like not worth getting in there. Like I know I'm gonna lose. Yeah, yeah. We uh I did not play any I played craps. Yeah. Which is very fun. I still love craps. Don't take craps away from it's me. Fun. I won't, buddy. Throw Thank those. you, bro. Throw those bumps. Thank yeah. you. Awesome. Um Poker is where I lost money, but I knew like I was like, I'm literally giving this to my friends because I d- yeah. I just don't know how to play poker. Right. I don't know what it which was. Which is which and is not it, a great start. Yeah. Not a great start. Mm-hmm. And then so I was like, all right, so I'm just giving disperse these two hundred dollars amongst my friends. <laughs> yeah. And then and then uh but I didn't play backjack, but I always felt like here's the thing I don't like about black. If we could get a table of five of our friends sitting there playing. Much more favorable. I, I would like that. I hate the like me at a at a table with a bunch of people that I don't know or strangers. That's the worst feeling in the world. I don't like that feeling because I don't like the animosity that becomes on the table yeah. if I make a if I make a play for myself that might fuck your. T- I don't give a fuck. I'm not right. here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry. Do we arrive together? Or are we sharing a hotel room? Exactly. Are we sleeping together. Right. Do you even know my name, sir? No, you do not. Yeah. This is my card. So I, I, so yeah, but anyways, I think it's just kind of, you know, you rise to the level that you, that you went with, with Vegas. Like you just kind of kind of expect that, but here's the thing you mentioned all the travel. Uh, I have three kids. Whenever we go, go out to dinner, it's like, this is just like $130 and it's just, it just is that now. Cause it's my kids aren't, I, I, Commissioner Jr. is not going to sit there and be like, all right, you're not going to eat that kid's meal. That's $10. You're just not yeah. going to eat it all. So just have That's some true. of your sisters. You both want mac and cheese. You guys split it. They're at the age where they're like, no, 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 no. I want my own meal. She can have her own meal. Yeah. So and cor- you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Like the kids, they don't pitch in, right? Like you're picking up that check. You're picking nope. up that check every time. That, oh yeah. They don't even. Damn. They don't even make the offer. Like oh, hey, they don't I even reach. They don't even do the nope. little reach they for don't the little do the zippy reach. pouch. Nope. No. Okay. No. Go into the to the little animal purse that they carry yep. with them that has no. nothing in it. It's cold. You know, it's really funny is. Is I thought we were talking, we were describing uh, 2.0. 
And I was like, 2.0 is the definition of little kid pockets. Because like anytime I go through a jacket, jacket, I'm like, here's a crumpled piece of paper, a button, here's a jack. She doesn't even play with jacks. Like it's <laughs> yeah. all the time. It's constantly yeah. like, oh, there's a soccer sticker. Like Instead it's car all keys. the time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She she just accumulates stuff, stuffs it in the pockets, and when we take her stuff out, it's just like little kid <laughs> pocket. Every time, just random shit comes pouring out of her pockets. How did this get in there? Um, all right, play ball. What's the over-under on full baseball games most awesome and Brandana will collectively watch this season? Oh. Full? Full. Yeah, so we're going to say slow down with full. So we're going to say like yeah. seven innings. Uh, I'm going to set the over-under. I'm going to say 10. And I'm counting. Um, I'm counting. I'm counting the postseason. So we'll say ten okay. and a half because postseason, there's that one playoff wild card game that comes down to one game, which is always super interesting to watch. Yep. There's a baseball game when NBA basketball is over before NFL starts, where I got to gamble on something. Okay. So baseball game will do the trick. So there'll be a couple there. So I'll put yeah, I'll put six. I'll put seven on my plate, and I feel like. You'll have a couple on during postseason in the background. Okay. That's it. That's, I think if we're collectively, when you, I thought you were saying for just one of us, I was like, hmm. give me no. the under, sir. Yeah. Tens, no, that's, uh, that's a lot of baseball games. Yeah. I, I think it could squeeze out a full, would that be 36? We're talking 36 innings, four games. They, yeah. They, they move really fast now. From what they, they say. do. I haven't watched since the new rule change. I haven't watched a single game. I know. I actually turned it on the other day because I, I just want to see the clock. There's a clock there behind home plate. Like you just see this big, kind of like a play clock. Yeah, just I'm into it. The it games are moving quickly. It's so funny. I almost brought this up as a as a bit. I I don't want to do it because we're we got a lot of stuff on our plate for the summer. But I was like, is there going to be a summer where the MAB Sports Podcast gets into baseball? Like, really sinks our teeth into Ooh. baseball. Oh, man, I know. I don't mean, you know what I'm saying? Why is it like it's, yeah, it's just kind of there's, and basketball goes through this too. Like, that's just football is built so well for our podcast, especially to talk about. Like, yeah, baseball, there's just so much shit going on. It's like, I've all the teams play the same number of games. Like, definitely comes down. You think there's load management in basketball? Like, there's just like, do these fucking games matter right now? Like legit question. Do they matter? <laughs> like, right. I don't, like, they don't. All the teams around. Yeah, it's hard to do it. Uh, so there's your answer. Ten. We'll see. Ten. And I like it. It won't be this season. Um, all right, Mab Wars episode two. I did it, bro. I'm back. You're back. 40 baby. years old. I know everyone's shocked out there. A real, a true, a true gentleman's 40 here. Uh, so episode four and five. So I had episode one, Phantom Menace, playing in the background. I heard too many times that I don't have to watch those first three shitty ones. I was like, let's start off on a 
on the good foot. So let's see something to do it. So I watched four and five. I think I saw I'm I'm into it. Like I don't I'm not crazy yet, but I could watch okay. the Mandalorian. I'm a little curious what happens with six. Um I like the story. I, I like remembering some of the things you said, like a uh, whiny Luke definitely yep. had that going in spades yeah. for <laughs> Um Princess Leia, tough hang. Like I know the planet getting blown up and everything, like bummer. That's a rough Thursday. Yeah. I understand. Yep. But even after she's like rescued, like there's just, she's kind of like, she's like just a little relentless and get like a little tiring. It's just like, Hey, we're trying to save you. Like we're legit doing everything we can. We broke onto that fucking death star. We got you off there. Like a simple, yeah. appreciate it. A little yeah. thank you. Doesn't How, go too a far. Little, yeah. A little thank you for getting us out of the, the trash compactor. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The trash compactor. That was legit scary stuff. Was. I think that was, yeah, I think that was the scariest, like, way if you had, you know, if you had to go, if you had to die. I am I a big, and I think I texted you this. Um, so Luke Skywalker, he goes from like a farmhand to like intergalactic war hero in like 36 hours. What are we ta- <laughs> like? I don't like yeah. Obi Wan sees him and he's just like, you got to do this with me. And it's just like, all right, well. Now that my you know aunt and uncle fried to pieces, like yep. game the on, crispy. I'm in. Uh, and it just goes, and all of a sudden he's just like you know they meet, they get Han Solo. Tell me if I'm missing something. Han Solo, fine, he's fine. Like he's a little, a little trying too hard to not give a shit. You know, like that one guy, oh. a little bit, a little okay. bit. Okay, all right. I mean, right. I wasn't, I wasn't like over the mood charmed with him. Like it was just like a little too like wink nudge schmarm. It's like see a little action to put in but yeah besides that like it was just like it seemed like a really fast journey like all of a sudden luke is on the other turret like shooting out the missiles and it's just like this guy knows how to operate like a machine gun like ships flying by just like that learning curve like i don't know if that's innate because he's like a skywalker or like his dad was a jedi or whatever but it just seemed that was the probably the biggest leap of suspension of disbelief i get it they can go on all these planets without gas masks and stuff but that was big sleep for me, but still like a fun time. I, I think people have said it's a little bit of tougher hang because the CGI used to be not as good, but I don't know. I think I watched it with uh, the revamp touched up CGI. So that didn't okay. take me out. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you can get like the OG, like the uncut, you know what I mean? Like the original yeah. Coca-Cola recipe. I don't think you could find that anymore. You could try. Yeah. Because I because I, I would be interested, but I definitely think for story purposes and keeping you know TikTok generation attention here that uh, that these touched up CGI did the trick. Yeah, I, I and we're not talking about like monumental shifts in the in the you know in the feel of the story. The story's still the story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, it's good. So you so you saw. Uh, so you finished Empire Strikes Back. So now you just have Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah, I finished five. Um, going to go out on a limb here. I know when we ranked our Star Wars character, I had Darth Vader at the one spot. Okay, so I'm not saying, like, no one should be with invisible force energy choking their employees to death. Like, that should yeah. not be going down. Okay. All I'm saying is if your <laughs> previous boss died by getting choked to death and you're promoted into a spot. That's how you got your promotion. Yeah. 
maybe you're a little bit more thorough with details and really making sure your presentations are together, you're buttoned yep. up, you're getting to work on time, your time sure. card reflects right, you're hitting that checklist that the boss dropped on your lap. Maybe I'm not saying we cannot boss like Darth Vader. I'm just saying he may have had some systems that he took too far. Right, he right, took the right. spirit of those systems. Yep. Employees maybe a little bit more dialed into the greater good we're all trying to do here. Yeah, so exactly. So like if Darth Vader was interviewing for like a senior management position, they'd be like, well, give me your greatest strength. He'd be like, keeping people in line. Yeah. Give me your greatest well, weakness. Well, he'd be like, my greatest strength is this invisible hand around your right, neck right, right now. Right, right exactly. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Give me your greatest it. weakness. Took it a yeah, I would say out. like yeah, Sorry. I would say he's a um not an, an inspirer of people, but no, 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 uh, no. he he can Fear. get his group's attention. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the 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 bent that you took on that, like <laughs> management by Vader. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not the worst thing in the world, right? Look, I mean, they were able to they were able to build a gigantic spaceship. He knows how to get things out of you you didn't know you could achieve. Right, exactly. His methods, little questionable, little right. probably a little old school. Definitely old school. Upon. Yeah, but this was the seven. It's a different time, right? Like different Darth times. Vader different back times. then might not be the Darth Vader today. Like Darth Using Vader said, the look, tool I get it. Set he had. He'll go, look, I get it. You need a mental health day. But just in case, don't forget, just kind of flash it a little bit. Exactly. Shut all those lights off. Um, exactly. Yeah, I'm glad you're liking this. I'm glad you're in it. I, th I was really worried. I thought even like funny. the old school, you know, like even like the, the old school masks and like the, you know, I thought that that was really going to just like. Yeah, it didn't take me out too much. It's like it's it's having good. fun. I think it's definitely like the story matches its energy. You know, it's not trying to be more than it is. It's not like a, it's not like a dark, like looking at like it's not trying to be like over serious. You know, it's it's not trying to like connect all the dots like lost and bring it all back together and then fall short right. like it has some rules it plays by them like and it's just like you know i like learning the force on that planet with yoda that was a lot of fun yeah well, hell yeah going to, Great. going to face this thing like trying to pull the ship out again we had a little bit of a, a whiny luke uh luke had to leave early got set up and now we got we got tinfoil han solo frozen into that thing carbonite still alive. yeah yeah so definitely foil. Exactly. nice nice little uh nice little cliffhanger we got so let's stay let's stay at night episode six let's get in it i love it yeah Check episode it six let's see what's going i'm on. into it date so night let's, let's i'm writing it down let's tie these let's really talk on it episode six um i'm i'm but could you see how like young brandana watching this and like the the like late 80s could have just been sucked in hook, line, and sinker on this. Yeah, yeah, I did it. So I had this thing. Um, where I try to like move things with my mind, like when I was like whatever, like okay, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I'm just no, obsessed, no, that's... Uh, obsessed, obsessed with tele telepathy. Yeah, yeah, this wasn't like last week. This weekend. is standard. I mean, I this is a dream, uh, right? Exactly. This is standard six gate you know six-year-old brain right yeah 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 exactly could yeah. i so, could i get my gi joe guy to just lift off the ground just a little percent. bit so i think like watching star wars would have just extended like it would have tripled down on the intensity like i would have been like 
like my mom is just like this is not the kid you're looking to put to bed you know just trying to do like all this like mind shit like really just kind of pushing around and playing with the force so i yeah i definitely could have seen it going in there and it would have been interesting to see because now i see you know i used to think whenever when people are just like oh like i'm han solo like i'm a Luke Skywalker. I don't know if they did that. Like it was Sex in the City characters, but I could see like probably as like a kid, like you picked a Ninja Turtle, you probably pick sides. But the side, right. I thought the side was just kind of like, you know, play fast and loose by the rules, or I'm just kind of like I play by. But now I kind of see it's just like you almost got to be like a Force guy or not a Force guy. And I yes. think I would have been as much as I want to be Han Solo. I think I would have been like. I'm interested in this force and not going to the dark side and keeping the force strong. So I think I would have went Han Solo. Right. There would have been a lot of you hanging upside down off of your couch, arm cushion. Yep. Trying to get the remote to come to you. I could have seen yep. that. Like, well, all I put, like re- resting one just couch cushion on my foot, pretending like it's Yoda. <laughs> right. Like I just got to go yeah. for it. Like absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. I do. I do like the idea of you being Star Wars characters being Sex in the City. Like, yeah. I'm such a solo. <laughs> such a solo. Oh, he's just being a Yoda. He's <laughs> just like, being, like too bossy. So funny. Uh, all right. Well, we'll all right, date night, that, guys. Uh, yeah. Any questions you want to ask or anything you want me to look for? Shoot us an email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. My brother, Neapolitan Showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Hi bro, the Apology Showdown Moving Hacks We've done something in this family Around it But I'm uh, Yeah, I'm moving Get a new place. So I wanted to hit Ooh, on this. Oh, you again. are. Yeah, yeah. Want to get in the right in the right mindset on how oh. I can efficiently get it done. I like this. I didn't know you were moving. This is this is off the press. Uh, All right. Yeah, it's gonna pop in that. So want to get myself, even if it's kind of a reminder of what we had. Like, how can it be the most efficient? How could it get yes. down? What should I love I be it. thinking about? I love it. Okay. So I moved a lot. We recently just moved. It's been a year since we did. A little is over there, a year yeah. now at this point. 13, over a year? 13 months. Over was there year. anything kind of, this would be good because you kind of reflect, was there anything kind of that you look back on in six months? You're like, kind of wish I did it like this. Yours might be more in the uh, vein of just like buying a place though. You're just like, oh, I should have checked out like, you know, the vent oh, system yeah. and made sure that that was up to snuff <laughs> yeah. or however it worked. Uh, oh no, that, that would have been... Uh, Cleaning the carpets prior to getting moved in, and I would have just paid somebody to paint, paint everything. Mm. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, all our shit's not out there. We had the time to like between two places to to do that. I probably and that's a funny thing too is when we bought our first house, I had them come in and clean the carpets, not the painting. Um, but this this go around, I would have had them reclean the carpets. That's for sure. Mm. Hit it like, again, you know. Do it again, yeah. Um, that's funny. Well, ooh, congratulations. You know where we're gonna be moving to. You got your place uh, all lined up, your new place? Peeping, bro. Peeping around. It's oh. that. The hunt. The hunt is on. The hunt is on. Okay, good. So you got time. That's good. I, I asked that for a reason, not just yeah. to, to pry in your personal life on the podcast. Personal life on the podcast. No, no, no. But to get a to get a timeline established, because it's important to know where we're at, you know, where we're going to up is. against here. That's big. 
you know, because we, we're, we're, we're out of the, see, this is a good sign of maturity too, because we're out of the days where it's like, uh oh, it's the 29th. I got to get out of this place. I need to find a new place in two days. And we did the mad dash of like shoveling a shit into a box and then, you know, being in on, you know, the second. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's going to be on there for me. So I'll start. Right, let's go. Let's go to number three. Like, um, okay. I have like clothes and files or like paperwork and shit. This is what okay. get, I know we talked about this kind of last time, but it's just like, you got to take a look at everything, especially clothes and just like paperwork and get rid of what you can get rid of. Yeah. Like really. Sure. And don't fuck with yourself. Don't be like, I kind of need this. I don't kind of need it. Like really just we're talking minimize like the less stuff. Cause the worst thing that can happen is bringing something with you that you're just going to end up throwing away. Oh, for sure. There's nothing yeah. more defeating 90 days after your move that you open up. Finally, you get to this box and you open up. You're like, fuck is this stuff like there's a weird charger cord in here that i don't know what it goes to like you know plastic bag filled with shit you're like i don't know what these little trinkets or pieces or plastic pieces go to i'm not sure i don't know it's such a great point too like if you're opening the bag like 90 days later like that should be all the information you need for sure (laughs) 100 three months without it that's my number three spot my number my number three um and so, you know, so this is really like we packed up a lot of boxes and a lot of other stuff, but like really on day of these moves, I have a lot of beds and couches and a lot of big furniture that I, at, at this age, I'm not going to be moving this by myself. That's like, yeah. so let's get three buddies, get a pickup truck and load it. So those days are well past. Like well I, I bought everybody a pizza. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. Like free pizza exactly. over here. Six pack of beer. Let's get this thing done in an afternoon. Not happening anymore. Not at our age. Yeah. Just- so find a mover and and walk. What I would say is get get three quotes. Right. There's all sorts of different, mm. all sorts of different fucking pricing structures. Find out the ins the outs. What where you can save. You know what I mean. But I would say on day of, like, I want somebody banging this shit out. Right. And give mm. me a price. Don't fall for this stuff where it's like, we'll give you like an estimate, but it's really based on hours. And then they go over on the hours. I want like flat rate. This is what it is. You give me the price. Cause where yeah. you get gigged on those hourly ones is all right. It's eight o'clock. That's our, or it's our eight hours and it's, you know, five 30 and the truck's half full. Then you're just getting gigged for 200 bucks an hour for the next it's great two, point like, too, five hours. Kids- like, I don't want to be a foreman, you know, I don't work for your company. So I don't want to be the guy right. that's also like, let's pick up the fucking pace. Like, I know you can move quicker. That's just a super awkward position to be in, especially when they're handling your shit. Yeah, exactly. So I always say get three quotes. Cause then you're going to find, you know, those little dirty details out of the quoting process, right. Have them real spell it all out for you. You know what I mean? Like I said, don't stick away from like the hourly stuff this is my flat rate price. If you can, some co- companies don't do it that way. Cause it's, to their advantage to just quote like four hours and then every hour is 200 bucks and we'll just figure it out at the end. Right. Yeah. Kind of sign up for like an, un, un, an open-ended check at that point. Um, but getting that, you'll kind of learn a little bit from the other two. You ask more detailed questions when you're bringing these guys in. I know it's a bit of a pain in the ass, but it'll be worth it in the long run. No, although that makes sense. Um, I think I have something like, so this is a kind of a different direction in my two spot than what you're talking about, but, um, and this is like, I know this is kind of like a luxury, like of convenience, but 
it ties into my number three, but really think about like new furniture, new bed. Is it time to get a new bed? I mean, Ooh. don't lie. Is it like time to get a new couch? But it's this is kind of like on the bigger picture of don't bring something with you that you're just going to replace later. So really ask yourself, it's just like, do I plan on move? Like, is someone else moving in? Like, do they, are they looking for a couch? Do they like the way this couch is set up? Maybe they want to make a couch, you know, a part of their lives and, you know, maybe take like half a hit on that, but you're just closer to getting something new and then having that delivered as opposed to moving this thing and then replacing it later. I like that. That's really solid. It's a great question to ask yourself, right? Like mine kind of in a weird way, my number two is kind of aligned with that. Cause what I said is like, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of packing up. One thing you got to remove is attachments to shit. You just got to get yeah. rid of it. It's kind of like on your third point, but it's like, just, you got to cast it out. There's no more. This is like a real, this is your, an auditor in this person's house and i'm going through and going is this good is this bad is this good is this bad and all the good goes here all the bad goes either i can maybe i could sell it maybe i could ask like a like a sofa maybe it's just papers that i don't know what this is these are taxes from 2003 i could mm. probably shred these these could yep. be done it you know what i'm saying like that's what i say so remove all your attachments as, as you know with kids like it becomes real hard so Dr. Mr. The commission, I, we really like, I really have to, I, I, I don't want to say like, I have to keep her in check, but I'm definitely like, look, like we don't need it. We don't need it. And she does it with me too. But by and large, like, especially around like the kid stuff, like I get it. Like it's these our pieces of artwork from kindergarten are amazing and they'll, and we love them, but there's a lot of it. So like, let's yeah. go through and like, let's see the real stuff that like, is let's meaningful. let's sell you know what, what I mean? we can. Yeah, let's post exactly. this if we yeah, get like a exactly. little coin. I'm gonna what's going on. Trade this. I'm gonna make this like a fake Basquiat. Like, let's see, someone <laughs> will pay a couple hundred bucks for it. I saw something super interesting that I liked. Uh, don't have kids. Don't know how new you guys are to the pod, but that's a yep. zero count for your boy Brandana. But it was <laughs> like um, the idea was to have kind of a, like a thicker picture frame, and then each time there's a new piece of artwork, like you put it on top of the old picture in the frame. And so yep. that way the frame is just kind of like a collection of just like 15. We have three of them, my friend. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, for sure. And, uh, yes. and that's the thing is, is, but their uh, kids are, especially when they get into school, prolific. <laughs> I mean, it, there's, there's Real something artists. new coming every day. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like, look, like Miss junior, color first off it's very funny because he the only color he likes to color with is blue because it everything's blue i can tell it's a two uh, commish jr versus a 2.0 because there's one color on the page it's blue <laughs> yeah so like there's a bunch of stuff that like all right this is meaningful like this might be a birthday card or this is like something around christmas or this is like a hey i traced my hand that and i made it into a turkey those are a little bit meaningful than like the random like coloring of a picture yeah. that like they, Oh, they colored in, you know, the letter H and it's like, Oh, that was cute. And they brought it home. But after a few months that can go to the garbage. I don't need that anymore, but I want to keep the really important stuff. And that's, I think where like, if you just kind of end up hoarding it after a few years, you're like, well, what's important? What's not, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that becomes stuff like, I feel bad throwing all this stuff away. And it's like, guess what? We're going to hold on to it. 
we're going to give it to them when they're what in their thirties, they're not going to give a shit. They're like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then they don't want it. My mom sent me when I, they moved out of our old place that I grew up as a kid, sent me a box of stuff that I was like, Oh, yeah. You just sent me garbage. What is this? I don't need yeah. this. It's cool. I guess I I drew I drew a story about a a you know a, a police officer and it was spiral bounded. Awesome. I don't care about this. I don't need this. You could have thrown this away, but you felt bad, so you sent it to me. This is becoming very cathartic right now at this point. I know. Just you get out. Old, yeah. old Jim and I creeping up his head right here. This is just <laughs> the old line in the sand. Most awesome. It's trash. <laughs> Uh, number one spot, uh, you hit on it earlier, and I think this is the to make things go the easiest, and that is having the overlap of time where you're not getting yeah. that weekend where you know you have a month out of one spot, a month. That doesn't mean kick the can and get to the situation where you only have the two days, but that means you know you can do like calculated trips, bring the stuff you need to just take yeah. that time to really boil everything down, and it's not like this stress-packed weekend that turns insane yeah no i like that what i was gonna say my number one is is like so a lot of times we we find our place you you have the branch to grab onto before you let go of the old one so i got the new place so basically what you can do is hopefully if you do it early and you're on it you're giving yourself hopefully at least a month maybe even more like you said of time in between this place and that place so what i would say once you find your place like Create a schedule, create a packing schedule. I did this for our move where I was like on these days and we kind of like planned and prioritized because we got to keep the life, you know, the shit kind of rolling for the kids because the kids aren't going to like, oh, we're packing. So just put all our shit in a box yeah. and we'll just forget about it for the next three <laughs> yeah, weeks. Good. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not going to, that's not going to fly with them. So we really sat down there and we're like, all right, what's shit that's essential that we need? And what's stuff that's not? And like, let's go room by room and like, what can we pack now? What do we need to kind of hold out, right? And we kind of created a whole schedule so we could pack a little each day because packing overall sucks. Pack a little each day and then we can kind of slowly chip away at these boxes. Um, Like even with our movers, like I was like, I don't want them, you know, spending a bunch of time going room to room. We have a garage. I'll just load it all all the boxes that we pack, we'll put in the garage. We'll be ready for them to go, and they could just, you know, efficiently load it on there. That'll save time. That'll be, you know, a better use of everyone's time and, and focus and, and all the good stuff. But it was really like even just laying it out on paper. I don't, I don't say we would even like held very firmly to it, but at least gave us like mile markers. Like, all right, we're behind pace, we're ahead of pace. We, yep. you know, like oh shit, it's coming. And and laying it all out was very like, you know. Made, made made everything like small tasks that we could accomplish yeah. versus yeah, like kind of re- yeah, it gives it gives this like you know eating the elephant one bite at a time just kind of yep. gives you this yep. you know you can tackle it because you kind of see all the steps ahead of you. That's right. That's right. Super. Well, we're gonna give the victory to most awesome. That's right. I mean, that's Ooh. that's a lot of stuff I'm gonna bake in, and I'll come back with a report. Take that report to the field. I like it. I'm very that's excited for the new move. I know. Bro. Map Studios. Yeah. Midwest is has a few changes now. Map Studios West Coast. Yeah, that's right. Burbank, baby, baby. Um, all right, Mad League, hit us real fast. I know our schedule is rolling out. We got the draft done. It went well. You can look at some exhibition. It's not exhibition. It's regular season games, but it's our it's our drafted teams versus CPUs. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, so on our Twitch stream, twitch.tv backslash whatever forward slash, I don't know. The slash, you guys know what the, the slash, slash is. Don't, yeah. don't oh, fuck around. The internet's been uh, around for 30 years. You know what the slash Exactly. Is. Slash Mav Sports Podcast. You can go out there, uh, look at our most recent stream. I think uh, one of our owners, owner or GM Joe, uh, with his Clippers team, uh, is up there. And, and we'll, you know, Basically, just doing what we're calling like tune-up games because this is part of the regular season. We're doing a full eighty-two game regular season. No load management, by the way, folks. Our yeah. starters are starting. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of those games are going to go against CPU games. We're going to roll out the schedule of our head-to-head matchups, GM versus GM. You know, on the Twitch stream, so we can see how our teams really stack up. And for those that uh, have first to the pot, welcome. Secondly, don't know what Mab League is. Buckle up. Um, the Mab League is we drafted all-time great NBA players. Eight teams, uh, 15 rounds of players, one round of coaches and the the play styles that come along with it. We can change and amend how we want to see fit and basically just say who's the best at creating an all-time great team and a, and a vying for a Mab League title. Uh, but in those 82 games, we're also going to go against a few CPU-run teams. And see how fell, fair well they fare. What? How well okay. they fare. Uh, those are all words in a sentence that sure. eventually we're gonna get there. Um, yeah, and play in an eighty two game season, then play in playoffs and uh battle for the Mad League title. Gonna happen, guys. Uh we're gonna figure it out now. We announced the games, so you'll hear most awesome doing the announcement, let you know exactly what's going down. I'll be a little color commentary, jump on there. She'll have a few guests, but uh schedule coming. Check the gram as you always do. Guys, thanks for joining us. Episode 263, the MAB Sports Podcast. MVPs real fast. I'm going to give mine to James Harden. That's what we talked about a little okay. earlier. Um, giving it maybe not one last go, but just that touch to that just like Hall of Fame, vintage James Harden that we love. Still no defense. Ain't nobody expected defense, but <laughs> able to shoot those. Uh I would say single-handedly kept him in at least one game, got him that game one win, and then a big part of that game four win also. I like it. Um, so, Dr. Mrs. Commission, I've tried to be a little bit more focused on the kids during TV time. I know it's like, hey, they can kind of veg out, watch on the TV. We're like, all right, let's put our phones down. Let's really invest, like watch TV with them, watch their shows, right? It's a good way to kind of bond and and uh so we've been watching they choose their shows they've been watching the show called big city greens which is on disney channel it's actually really funny like this show is actually really entertaining i enjoyed it kids all love it we love it it's fun we enjoy it it's like we get to talk about like the jokes that they're making and why it made us laugh so i'm very much enjoying big, big city greens so big city greens you could be our mvp of the week why not exactly yeah exactly everything about that story uh guys thanks for listening shoot us an email it may be sports podcast at gmail.com i'm brandon i want you to sign yourself off most off audience mab sports podcast is coming out with a new time management book it's particularly helping with moving and all those other fun things that we don't like to do it's called eat that pod
Birdies. Style. Fame. She likes. Glamour. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes fashion. Oh, oh.